0: Give a little time for the child within you, don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. I'm glad that you're ringing in the holiday season with this new nickname, Jordan.
0: Uh, yeah, I just want to put the Santa back in Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, finally. You know who I, I, it's too much about Christ. I know. And hey, he's great. He died for our sins. Yeah. The man died for our Had sins. Had a lot of wisdom, a lot of compassion. Sure.
1: Washed feet. What about Santa? Took care of lepers. Sure. Has Santa ever taken care of a leper? He's
0: probably brought one like a sweet Transformer or something. Sure, right? yeah.
1: Like a little junior leper?
0: Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing takes the mind off leprosy like a Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think, <laughs> I think uh, a contemporary leper child might be disappointed to receive a Sega Dreamcast.
0: No, no. Lepers love uh, Sonic games. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and they want to go deep catalog. Yeah, exactly. So the issue is, leprous children mm-hmm. already have, and thank. And like I'm, a I'm really glad PS4? that I can four. <laughs> yeah, but you know they think it's like, you know, it's too much about the flash. It's too much about the graphics. It's too much about the look at our look at these textures. When really, what it should be about is ethics in video games sure thank <laughs> you it should be about sonic collecting rings and using a cumbersome controller to do it
1: um well let's introduce our guest on the program she's a comedy writer a writer on the hit television program at midnight or was was yeah former writer on the hit television program at midnight uh twit Liberty. Uh Vanessa Ramos. Hi Vanessa.
2: Hi, gang. Thanks Sorry for I said me. was
1: so aggressively. I just didn't oh, want to yes. like misrepresent no. you.
2: I left there for a show that hasn't aired yet. Oh, cool. So let's hope it airs.
1: My fingers are crossed.
2: Yeah. That's
1: actually a lie. My fingers are not crossed. I know,
2: I'm looking right at you.
1: I know. That's why I that's why I felt like I should come out and admit it because I wasn't
0: fooling anyone. I'm sitting on my testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that bodes well for your show.
1: <laughs> me too. That... Oh man. Earlier today. My son, Oscar, just stomped the living daylights out of one of my testicles. <laughs> on purpose? Were you guys fighting? Uh, yeah, we were fighting, and he fights dirty. Jeez. This kid, 14 months old, he already fights dirty. Throws a handful
0: of sand in your face. <laughs> stops the nuts. Stomped my testicle. And then he, then he cuts you with the razor blade he keeps under his tongue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was holding him on my lap. You just... You just forget that babies don't know about—he doesn't even know to be careful of his own testicles. Sure. Like, sometimes he'll hurt his testicles, not because he, like, fell or something, but just because he put them in a dangerous position. Sure. Like near a xylophone? You know, he touched a (laughs) pot and got burned. Gotcha.
0: You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just my testicles got stomped. I don't think you should let your son cook naked.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Put, put, a, put on some pads when you're cooking. I'm hoping to raise him as the new naked chef.
0: Oh. Well. Wasn't
1: that Jamie Oliver at one point? Colin, you're from England. He's nodding. Yeah, that's correct. Um, have you ever seen a sumo match? Either of you guys. Well,
0: I'll start with that. Have you guys ever seen a sumo <laughs> match? No, I've never seen a sumo match.
2: No, I've only seen like the weird like, hey, this would be a funny scene in a movie type thing where it's just two big dudes in it. But there's, I don't think there was anything actually like – historically correct about it.
1: Okay. I have seen, and you, I assume you've both seen a sumo match in between innings of a minor league baseball game. <laughs> Sure, yeah. As one does. I, um, I've i seen a few sumo matches and one thing that I didn't know that they do on the subject of throwing sand in mm-hmm. faces is like sometimes there's just different kinds of sumo guys. Like some of the guys are just enormous. A lot of the guys are enormous Hawaiian dudes. So like they'll be like six foot seven and 797 pounds, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, other guys are like uh, two-thirds of that size, but they're crafty. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the big moves that
0: they do – Like they know a lot of life hacks. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> they know how to keep the bubbles in a can of soda that they've opened but sure, they not drank yeah, all of. they can
0: open a beer with a credit card. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they do this thing like one classic crafty sumo guy mm-hmm. move is, you know, there's a point where there's like in, you know, the sumo guy equivalent of their three point stances ready for the shit to go down. And then the referee or equivalent, I don't know a lot of sumo terminology, so I'm I'm just working with what I've got here. Sure. He says go. In Japanese, of course. Mm-hmm. And then the little dude. In Japanese, go means five. So he yells five. <laughs> That's true, and it's a popular game of strategy. Um, he he the little dude sort of pops up at the big dude, and fucking claps right in his face like this. And the big dude goes huh, and then the little dude goes huh? and then he fucking does a twisty turns, and the big dude falls
0: down. I've seen it happen. It's amazing. Seems like there's not a lot of not a lot of rules in sumo.
1: Well, there's no uh, no no clapping in the face rule.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I just remembered the thing I was thinking of. The only time I've really seen sumo wrestling uh, was in the movie Street Fighter.
0: Oh, like, sure.
2: When they introduced, is it E Honda I yeah. believe? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or no? It's E Honda. Oh, yeah. It is. Here. Okay, yeah, and you're, it's the you're whole. talking
1: to the right man. Okay, and you're okay. looking for confirmation on this subject.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, and specifically in the film. Um, yeah. And I, I know. Like, but yeah, it was also- I'm one of
0: the rare people who knows a lot about the movie Street Fighter, but nothing about but, the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just a fan no, of no, the no, movie. No.
2: Because in the sumo scene in the film, he's also like, he's doing the sumo thing, but he's also kind of has one eye of like, what's going on? Because they have this big thing planned, like, to sneak in Li in front of like, Raul Julia. Sure. So.
1: What is the the plot of Street Fighter, the movie, is that they're having a tournament on an island? No. Uh, uh, they to-
2: want Kylie Minogue to be seen as an actress. It's kind of overall <laughs> (laughs) Yeah. We got to get her out there.
0: (laughs) Uh, So here's, I think, the problem. They've made two Street Fighter movies. um, Okay. And none of them, neither of them have been about a fighting tournament. They've been about, like, toppling a dictator.
2: Wait, oh, toppling. and it should be noted, the first one ends, like, it was the last film Raul Julia did before, like, after, before he died. Um, so it ends, like, it's the worst film, the cheesiest, like, worst acting, and it ends with a big thing that says, Vaya con Dios, Raul. Like, it's <laughs> his, the giant tribute to him and his body of work. Is I like how they film. said, Vaya con Dios.
0: Yeah. Uh, you will always be remembered for your role as
1: M. Bison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so none of them are tournament-based? Have you seen both? I have seen both, yes. I would imagine you saw the first one because you mm-hmm. were such a Street Fighter fan. You didn't yeah. know how terrible it was going to be. You sure. were 14 mm-hmm. or whatever. And then the second one
0: probably because you had to for your That's exactly film, right? right. Yes. This is the Street Fighter, the Legend of Chun-Li.
1: Oh, I've heard that legend. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's a tale as old as time itself. <laughs> she's
1: legendarily good at Street Fighter.
0: <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, she, She's a good fighter. She's so a very good fighter. Yeah. Have you yeah.
1: ever heard the legend of the woman
0: named Chun-Li who was really good at fighting? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Yeah. My mother used to tell it to me. Sure. Once upon a time. I, yeah. Um, we were homeless on the streets. I had nothing to lull me to sleep but The Legend of (laughs) Chun-Li. Yeah, it seems like a movie about a fighting tournament could be pretty cool. You just have a lot of cool fights. Right. Get whoever choreographed The Raid to choreograph you some fights. Right. You got a movie. but yeah, everybody's got magic powers. Sure. One
1: guy's got stretchy yoga arms. Mm -hmm. That's the only one I can think of.
0: Yeah. Anyway, guys, if I was in charge of the video game to film Street Fighter franchise. Okay. I'd probably be getting laid a lot more, right? Well, number one. (laughs)
1: First and foremost, you'd be fucking the shit out of Kylie Minogue.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) You and Kylie would be going to town. (laughs) Hey, Kylie, you want me to make a Cammy Solo movie?
1: (laughs) Of course you do. Australian
0: super songstress. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The Mortal Kombat movie was actually about a fighting tournament. Okay. Was
1: there only been one... Mortal Kombat is irrelevant now, right?
0: Uh, No, Mortal Kombat's still still a pretty... Pretty uh, vibrant franchise. They, what about the
1: shareware game
0: Pong? Combat? <laughs> yeah, uh, that that's on the same level as Jazz Jackrabbit at this point. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, the Mortal Kombat games are still really good. They're kind of they're they're making them a little more complicated too. So,
1: Where, now what? Tell me about what what kind of complication can we expect from a Mortal Kombat game?
2: Um, you know, just like
0: more, more, you know, more, career mode. Yeah, career <laughs> mode.
2: I mean, are they doing that thing where it's like you can be different, like kind of like an old like NBA jam where you could just all of a sudden, it's like, hey, I can be this player who retired 10 years ago. Uh, yeah, you if you that? put it in
0: the right code, you could be Bill Clinton. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't know. I don't, I've been out of gaming for a long time. Yeah. I don't know what's happening.
0: Uh, you know, they're just a little more, a little more technical, a little more complicated, a little less about button matching, a little more about strategy. Can you
1: be Joe Buttons, or is that, or is that just a deaf jam? I think that's
0: a deaf jam fight for New York. <laughs> okay,
1: it's, that would be a good unlockable. It would be
0: great. I mean, definitely, Mortal Kombat needs to go outside the box. I mean, there's a new one coming out, so it seems you like know? they could add more people from pop culture. Yeah, I mean,
1: if you want, it, if you want to sell video games, mm-hmm. the secret is. Get some of the best selling rappers of 2002. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. What do you think Soulja Boy's uh, <laughs> finishing move would be? The crank right. that? Yeah. Oh, or Supermaning that hoe, I guess.
1: Oh, you know, so there's two good choices.
0: Yeah. Either he Supermans the hoe or he cranks that. Yeah. Both good options. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. There's been two Mortal Kombat movies. I have not seen the second one Mortal Kombat Annihilation.
1: When, is this a similar situation where it came out 10 years later?
0: Uh, no, I think it came out – it came. It was like kind of a, a rush to theaters after the first one was a success. The first Mortal Kombat movie was a success? I think so. I think it is the gold standard for video game movie that kind of worked. Let me ask you this question. Please. How many Double Dragon movies have there been? I think just the one. Just the one? Yeah.
1: I know that one primarily because of that introduction to the arts class wherein a girl did a monologue from it
0: <laughs> a lot
1: school. of juicy parts for women in double dragon <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> she was also really into a martial arts professional wrestling league. Mm-hmm. I, Sheila would write poetry about it in literature class not terrific called uh, something masters mm-hmm. martial arts Masters or something. It was on channel forty four
0: <laughs> and it 's amazing that that girl you went to high school with grew up to be taylor swift i know but you know what they say
1: never judge a book by its cover there you go i looked at this spectacularly beautiful young woman and i said to myself she's never going to be a star mm-hmm. you know just because she can sing doesn't mean she'll be a singing star there you go i, I always assumed she would go on to become a martial arts professional so. <laughs> ideally okay we'll have ideally. more on jordan jesse go when we come back in just a minute <laughs>
0: We're Dave and Graham and we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. We started this podcast back in 2008 before podcasts had to have any kind of concept so we don't really know how to describe it it's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show elf it's like a 90 minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person it's like the monsters of metal tour only quieter no music and just talking it's like a makeout session but without the lips touching they just talk a lot Download Stop Podcasting Yourself
1: from iTunes or MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. Uh,
2: Vanessa Ramos, uh, Celebrity Pet Chef.
1: <laughs> yeah. is, is
2: that how that works? I don't know if you're supposed to say...
1: Uh, yeah, no, you are. That was it. Uh, f- you're right. Uh, that is uh, the perfect nickname.
0: And well, um, I didn't
2: know if it's more of a nickname or profession is my confusion. It can just,
0: I, think here's, I think you're overthinking it. Okay. It's just a vibe you want to give off. Oh, okay. So just like something right, that you then. feel clues the listener into what you're all about.
1: So in your case, you have a television show where you prepare pets as food.
2: I'm fine with that message as well, yes. For (laughs) For celebrities. I was thinking more in the vein of like, I cook things like Joshua Jackson has an alpaca with some creative allergies. That's that's where I come in, you know, really whip something up.
0: Sure. It's 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 impossible to feed an alpaca without peanuts. (laughs) You You found a way. Yes. Almond butter. That's the secret. Almond butter. (laughs) That's the way to feed Joshua Jackson's alpaca. So, yeah, I mean, I think Celebrity Pet Chef is great. Great. Yeah. Well done. I uh, participated in some holiday activities today. Oh, I'd love to hear one. Uh, I Just went. one. If you're the, you, you pick the best one, the other ones can go to hell.
1: I went to a parking lot and I bought a Christmas tree Okay, uh, from a toothless man, mm-hmm.
0: uh, a man who looked like... Are you worried that you're maybe supporting this man's meth habit by buying his Christmas tree?
1: Mm-hmm. He was very
0: nice. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, <laughs> quite busy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, let's see. The, the cast of characters at the Christmas tree lot was uh, the toothless man. Mm -hmm. He had some teeth. Sure. Just others he didn't have. Uh, He did not have a 100% track record in the tooth department. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, a man who was sweeping up, who was so kind of... So apparently beaten down by life, like so clearly destroyed by time and the elements... (laughs) And uh, late capitalism. Sure, that he looked like like he could have been an extra in like in the background of the song Skid Row from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> sure, <laughs> <laughs> or like maybe in Rent. Mm-hmm. Like he was literally he was wearing like a flat cap, and he was little and had like a four day beard growth. And was wearing,
0: like, a a beat-up old sweatshirt and was raking. You should have flipped him a dime. And then if he chomps it to see if it's real, <laughs> then you know that this is a guy who has seen better days. And then the other person who helped me was
1: a young man whose age I would place at somewhere between 12 and 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was, okay, there was one person who was normal, Mm -hmm. like a 17-year-old skinny teenager who was bright-eyed and tied the tree to my roof. Just needed a seasonal job. Just needed a seasonal job. College bound. And you know what? He did a great job. He got a $5 tip. You know
0: what I mean? I bet he enjoyed
1: that because he had the bright eyes. He's gonna he's gonna take it, and uh, him he's and his probably not gonna spend go to it the... on candy. No, he's <laughs> him and his girlfriend are gonna go to the go to see an action flick. Sure.
2: When he says Happy Holidays as you drive off, he means it. Not like those <laughs> yeah, he other wants guys. you
1: to have a happy yeah. holiday. Okay, so the toothless guy was very nice as yeah. well. Yeah, he was the owner of this operation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you know, to be fair, when the toothless guy yells Beware the shadow government" as you're driving away, <laughs> right. he means it. He means, <laughs> it. He, means it. <laughs> he means it. He
1: means it. He does want you to beware. The kid who. Um, the kid who helped me, so he, like, intercepted me at the front gate. I'm just want to. – I'm with a three-year-old. I just want to look at trees until I find one I like and buy it, right? And he says, can I help you? And I'm like, we're just going to look around. Thank you very much. You know, I said very sweetly. He said, okay. And we had not gotten Do you want to just hear some away.
0: facts about coniferous trees? Nope.
1: <laughs> okay, so – Funny you should mention that, (laughs) Random tree facts. 20 steps later, he was back in front of us offering to teach us a few things about the trees. Wow. He identified the various trees, and uh, the one that he highlighted Mm -hmm. uh, was the one that we ended up buying because I was so excited to have been given these tree facts. I was was delighted to be upsold on Mm -hmm. this tree. Uh, It has silver... Uh, silverish leaves on the underside. Okay. And he said, he go, he says to me, as though this is a question that
0: anyone would ever answer
1: no to, do you use lights on your tree? <laughs> oh,
0: okay, cool. Then you're going to want, do you, does this, now it's this sounding a little bit like a tree shyster to me. He
1: says, they reflect, it reflects the light. Sure. And he says, this one over here, it's dark. It's going to absorb it. And then his wow. phone rang he said, Excuse me, my phone's ringing. <laughs> he just walked away. <laughs>
2: well, that's toothless retail one oh one. You gotta make the you can't make the teeth connection. You gotta make the connection on something else. Hey, yeah. You put lights on your tree, you look like a guy that puts lights on your tree. Let me tell you something. If you're in New York
1: City, if you're in New York City, Vanessa, you can walk into Bergdorf Goodman and you walk up to that uh you know, like the uh I was going to say the champagne counter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what you happens at that establishment?
1: You walk up to the champagne counter. The perfume counter is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. You walk up to the perfume counter. Uh, the, the first thing that that salesperson is going to say to you is, oh, I can't help but notice that you have all your teeth. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to have that instant bond. What is that? Crest? Colgate? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Aquafresh. Sure. Extreme clean. It's my preferred. <laughs> um. And, uh, yeah, you don't have that there, so you're going to have to deal with – and, you know, in this case, you, you're you going to have this conversation. What's the highest level of education you've achieved? And I'll say, well, I have a four-year degree and I went to graduate school for a, a few months. And uh, then this uh, this kid in the red sweatshirt, he's going to go like, well – I dropped out after seventh grade, but I've read a lot about trees. Because <laughs> that's what you want. Sure. You're going to make the tree fact connection. Maybe he's going to ITT Tech or something.
2: No, in a lot of ways, he devoted his life. Like, dropping out at that. It's like you know your calling. Like Some sure. people like, yeah, I don't need to go on. I'm going to devote my life to like being a nun and serving the Lord and stuff. Like, he's like, nope, trees. Yeah. That's my call. He I'm going to was... devote
0: myself to this seasonal job. <laughs> to the
2: seasonal. Well, he didn't finish. He didn't <laughs> finish education, so that's why he has that mindset of like, yeah, I'll devote my life to a seasonal job. Sure. Because he does know how the rest of the year works
0: but maybe he's also into pumpkins
2: maybe so at least
0: he can like work at that same lot
2: i need to know where this lot is because we might have to go there after, and i need to interview this young man
0: yeah well i i i I, honestly i've i've
1: had a hard time finding a christmas tree lot i liked in los angeles year after year i'm disappointed by the selection of christmas tree lots and Mm -hmm. i walk out of there bummed out because either i go to the home depot where they're cheap, trees are decent and cheap, but I feel like a jerk for going to the Home Depot. And my my wife has moral obligations to it because her her dad uh, manages an employee owned hardware store, so it's like it's like the most evil thing you could do to buy anything at Home Depot. And uh, and then there's these weird, but the lots are always so shady. This was the best experience I've had. I I sincerely recommend this uh, lot at Figueroa and York. In uh, Highland Park, Los Angeles, it uh, it sounds like a it sounds like a real hoot. Now, I would like to would I like in future to go to a lot that is operated by some sort of charity? Yes. Was I taking a walk with my uh, baby in a stroller, and I walked past a sign that said that there had been a a tree sale from uh, eight to noon at the local elementary school today, and I felt like a real dick for having gone to a tree lot instead of going to the local elementary school? Yes, of course. You know, all these things are true. Listen, we all feel like dicks all the time. Yeah. But it was a nice place that I went to, and they had pink flocking. Oh, did you get it pink flocked? I thought about I thought about buying a tree just to get it pink flocked. Sure. Like, I didn't want my primary tree to be pink flocked. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not sure if that's child safe.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's, that sounds like something they would want to eat. But I did want it.
1: I mean, another thing that I've thought a lot about is- Just bringing random shit in and having them flock it? Well, yeah. Oh, god. Yeah, that's a great idea. Flock the car. Oh my! What about getting getting
0: your baby's first shoes flocked? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> and maybe if you're having a romantic night with the misses, mm-hmm. give her a little surprise when she takes down the trousers. <laughs> you've got your dick flocked. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh man, that sounds
1: fun. That's, that'll that'll lead to some really festive sex. Um. I, uh, I w- kind of wanted to buy, like, a three-foot tree to mm-hmm. put here in the office and get it pink-flocked. That'd be cute. What I really – could I tell you guys what I really want? Sure. Yeah. I really want to get an aluminum Christmas tree mm-hmm. of the kind where there's a light that you shine up at it that has, like, a kaleidoscope that goes over it so it sparkles different
0: colors. It
1: sounds do you like, you know like the fun. the kind I'm talking
2: about? I do know the kind you're talking about. Like showing. a That's sort amazing. of, like,
0: 1958 kind. Are they – it seems like that would be something that would have been found to be poisonous. Yeah. I don't know if it maybe gives off a gas, like a nit- a nitrous, a nitrate gas. It gives us, it gives us nitrous oxide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everybody's like.
2: It seems like the kind of thing that like someone saw like a music box open up and have a tree with a light like kind of like going around and like, oh, that's fun. And then they tried to make it into a real thing. And we're just kind of like, yeah, we'll just call yeah. it. Oh, I think they're cool, though. No, I really it is like
1: cool.
0: I know. I don't. But you would be fine with, even if it was poisonous, it driving everyone in the office slowly insane.
1: Oh, yeah, because they'd be happy.
0: Oh, I mean, that's yeah. That's what's important. It's sure. nitrous oxide.
1: Yeah. People would be having a nightmare, but it would be a happy nightmare. <laughs>
2: a holiday cheer.
1: Yeah. Until they just decide to take a leap out the window because I, God will catch them. I literally, <laughs> I literally was on Etsy the other day, paging through page after page of 1950s artificial Christmas trees. Thinking about whether I could make the move, but you know how much they cost—fucking three hundred fifty dollars. Really?
0: You're dropping. You're dropping three fifty. Now that artifi- does that come with the lights? That having that, because that's the kind where it also has the light that you put down at the base. You can't okay. put lights on it because it's a fire hazard. I'm also guessing that'll be a the replacement bulbs for that probably a little bit tough to find. I'm thinking about it. You know, all yeah. these cool kids who show movies like the in their yards on these projectors, overhead projector yeah. store.
1: You have to go to like a typewriter repair store to <laughs> do that. Luckily, there is a typewriter repair store down the street from my
0: house. (laughs) God bless them. I think if you're a fun couple without kids, you are required to have a projector that you show movies on in your backyard. Yeah. That's like if you guys aren't going to have kids, you got to get this projector and show movies in your backyard. And you know what else?
1: Fucking put some some fun stuff on popcorn. Don't just give me (laughs) buttered popcorn. (laughs) Uh, Like bare minimum. Put a little flocking on that. (laughs) A little (laughs) talc. (laughs) <laughs> walk a flock of flame that's what I say uh, I, I think you gotta have some of that some of that uh, yeast popcorn you know mm-hmm. that what I'm talking about Sure. that's your healthy option uh, I feel like Vanessa just almost winked at me about yeast popcorn and I kind of did. thought better of it halfway through
2: oh no no I kind of did but there was also I had like an eyelash here too so right. it was the unintentional wink that I was hoping you didn't notice but clearly no, it I did combo
0: platter. well then so how good. do you feel about yeast popcorn then
2: uh, well, it was kind of I was kind of disappointed because you said, you know, give some fun options and then you start with like yeast popcorn. Well, healthy. I'm getting to the I'm getting okay, well, to the get to... healthy options. All right. The whole point is you have to have a selection. Okay. Well, then a, let's get what past What kind of shitty let's party? Let's get past the safe shit then? Just get
1: down to business. Cheesy garlic popcorns. Okay,
2: now I'm I'm listening. I'm interested.
1: Maple uh, syrup. Nuts nuts and caramel popcorn. Mhm. There you go. That's three great popcorns, it's all pretty straightforward. Anyone can do that at home. Any fun couple with a projector, they're going to show Back to the Future. They're always going to show Back to the
0: Future. It's always for when on. They're there. showing Jurassic Park. Sure, Poltergeist on Halloween. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a fun get together. Uh, now, uh, speaking of the holiday season, on my on on our drive over here, sometimes I like to pick up the guest. Sure. That
1: way you can conspire against me.
0: Sure. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna have these great jokes that Jesse totally isn't in on, and then when his back is turned, Shank. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, you recently watched the Invogue Christmas special? I
2: did. What? Okay. So Lifetime. Whoa! Hold on, Jordan. <laughs> it should be noted it's not a special. It was a Lifetime movie, I believe. It was called like the Invogue Christmas movie, which is still not the creative title. Um, Wait. Oh! Yes. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, Dave, is it fictional? Um, Kind of, I mean, yes. but
0: Based it's, on true events.
2: Well, no, Okay, is En Vogue in it? No, 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 En Vogue is in it, minus Dawn, of course. I was about
1: to say, is Dawn in it? Okay. No,
2: yeah, no, she's not in it. Um, But they also... Tr- she's just, in
1: a separate Christmas movie with Raphael Sadiq, the Lucy <laughs> Pearl Christmas movie.
2: I would love if that were a thing. I, I'm in. Um, so, yeah, she's not in it, but they also don't address that she's, like, missing from the group. Okay. Um, and it's just kind is of— Is this recent? Uh, yes, it's recent. <gasps> uh, David Allen Greer is prominently featured in it.
1: <laughs> That's great. Good yeah. work, Dag.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. And so it's kind of—like, the whole thing is kind of, like, in Vogue saves Christmas. Like, it starts off with uh, this girl who is sent, like— Grew Cut. up with like her dad after, and her after uncle.
0: Ernest died. Yeah, <laughs> there's no much. one around to save Christmas.
2: No <laughs> um so yeah, she kind of has a like she grew up and her father and her uncle, David Allen Greer, owned like this club somewhere that was like, you know, like uh, the Opry type thing. And that Anne Vogue would play and she was she would somehow sell popcorn because I, hope- I guess that timeline made sense.
1: Vanessa, I don't mean to interrupt you here, but I do exactly mean to do that. Yes. The Opry?
2: That's what they called it in The Thing. They called it The op. Like, that's what it was called in the film. Wow. Yes. This movie is great! <laughs> yeah. You, you would think so. So then, like, she realizes the theater's about to go under, and she's been stuck in, like, her career. She became... Like a publicist or something, and then she realizes, like, oh, I can't let this go under. This meant so this much to my father who died. Uh, no.
0: Okay, so, um, so is this not taking set
2: place in, in
1: 1992 and in Vogue were popular? No,
2: so it starts off there, but then it jumps to present day, oh, okay. and so she takes it upon herself to, like, well, if I'm going to save this place that my father loved, I got to get the girls back together.
1: Oh, so and she 19- tracks
2: down. Does
1: 1992 in Vogue doesn't have any mention of Dawn?
2: Uh, No, no, no. They don't have any mention of Don. They show them at the first scene, like on stage. They're
1: retconning and Vogue.
2: Yeah. Oh, and Dawn was, like, upset about it. Like, she was tweeting about, like, they should have had me— she didn't want to be in the film, but she wanted to get paid and have her, like, likeness in the film. <laughs>
0: like um, a CGI like a CGI version?
2: Yeah, and she wanted to get paid for them using her name and everything. Um, So they just didn't. So then this girl has to go, and she has to track down the other three members who are all doing— like, one's trying to work on a solo album with, like, a manager boyfriend who is just using her for her money. Uh, the other one is like trying teaching. to get it that,
1: to, trying to get it that En Vogue money. Yes. Sure.
2: My favorite part of the whole thing. you never going to get it. Never going <laughs> to get it. My favorite part of the whole thing is like they find, I think it's like Terry Ellis, who's, she's teaching kids and the kid just like, but oh my God, I can't believe you're, I mean, you've won a Grammy and invoked it. did, like she just kind of gives all of their stats as ha! if it were a normal line that a child would be saying <laughs> any given day with a music, like a voice coach she's Are had you, this whole time. Kids
1: yeah. love En Vogue. Yeah. Look, I got a three-year-old. He come up. He'll come up to me. He wants to talk funky divas. <laughs> He's coming at me. He's like, "Let's talk about En Vogue. Let's talk about their Grammys. Let's talk about their collaborations. Let's talk about were they friends with Tony? Tony? <laughs> Tony or rivals?
0: You know, I think. Uh, I mean, if you go on YouTube, you see all these young kids who have made. Models of Invoke in Minecraft, yeah, and I exactly. think that is a testament <laughs> exactly. to their staying power.
1: And even some who've made models of uh, Lucy Pearl because they love Dawn so much. <laughs> Dawn is the hot one. Yeah, I mean, there none of none of, uh, none of them's a homely woman.
2: Yeah, well, they had they brought in they had the woman that I forget her name. I want to say it was like maybe Rhonda or something. They brought in to replace Dawn after Dawn left the group. Like oh. she was also. I thought they went
1: from four to three after Dawn left the group.
2: I don't I mean, there were three in the film, but I feel like it was someone that they brought in late. So I don't okay. know
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Um so they're playing. So
0: they are playing pretty fast and loose. They're with playing the very Vogue. with the whole
2: idea of In Vogue. Like mm-hmm. they ended up having to dedicate more time to David Allen Greer than I think they wanted to. Well, you know, you got that. Wanna... With the girls, it was kind of all over the place and then like they, they I don't know. It so was how did they uh, but anyways, they end up performing, they save this like I guess, opera house or whatever the fuck this place that her dad owned, kind of, and like blue gambling money the on. The Grand Old Opry. Up. Yeah, pretty, that's pretty much, I think they like called it that at some point.
1: Nashville's legendary sure. Grand Old Opry.
2: Oh, but oh, and two, and they try to show. I that mean, it's when you like think modern. about the
0: Grand Old Opry, Dolly Parton, so you think Waylon Dolly Parton, Jennings. Waylon Jennings, certainly. <laughs> Earl Scruggs. Yeah. Ed Vogue, Paula Abdul, <laughs> <laughs> and MC Scat Cat. They well, all got of their start. They were all Um, busking on the street. You probably
1: don't know this, Vanessa, but you know the song uh, by Boys to Men, Motown Philly? Of course I do. It's about the grand old (laughs) apnea.
2: So, but the thing they need you to know in this film is it's like it's all about In Vogue now. And so now, like it gets announced on the interwebs to everybody that In Vogue's going to do a reunion show, and Twitter starts going. Wait, is this in the crazy. this is in the world
0: of the movie? This is in the okay. world of the
2: movie. Twitter starts going crazy, and that then they haven't that far-fetched. I think if that happened, well, but they have it on a screen pulled up, and the girls are watching, and they're just like reading comments, and it's almost like they shut down the fucking internet because <laughs> people are just they can't believe it that In Vogue is getting back together.
1: Hashtag Black Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but it's all about like. It's Look, somehow Twitter
1: shuts down when Bebe's ki- Bay kids <laughs> runs on it. Yeah. I don't see why
2: it wouldn't when Vogue gets back together. Enough. Fair enough. Uh, but...
0: I was going to make a Bebe's Bay kids
2: joke,
0: <laughs> but I thought it would be racist.
2: You thought? <laughs> um, but it does
0: shut down yeah, Twitter. It's a
2: quality film. But
0: no, I think that I think with a combination of the enthusiasm of Black Twitter and just. The Internet's love of the 90s, I do think that's not that far-fetched. I think if the En Vogue reunion got announced, it would it would, it would, would be a pretty significant seismic event online.
1: I mean they have been touring – here's the thing. En Vogue have been touring very heavily. <laughs> <Continuously> <laughs> yeah, maybe they're not broken up. Since their – yeah, like the, the absence of their uh, most beautiful member slash lead singer mm-hmm. has not stopped En Vogue. From. Clearly it is film. Yeah. yeah. And so uh
0: <laughs> they should tour with the dead Kennedys that don't have Jello Biafra just to be like <laughs> <laughs> here's everyone but the one you want to see. It takes it takes some sophistication
1: uh, in your En Vogue fandom to know that uh, that the big issue is that Dawn is missing. Sure. It's like if If Tony, Tony, Tony got back together without Raphael Mm -hmm. Sadiq because he was busy being in uh, Lucy Pearl with Dawn, (laughs) um, who also quit Lucy Pearl, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. I believe Joy then joined Lucy Pearl. But um, uh, like uh, like, let's say Dwayne Wiggins was being the lead singer for the reunited Tony, Tony, Tony. I don't think it shut down the internet, but – like I, I don't think people would uh have the- f- sophistication to understand sure. that raphael Sadiq is missing,
0: yeah I mean I think with all these kind of nineties things you know unless you have a you know a very powerful presence in that part, people just kind of want to hear the hits, you know yeah they kind of don't don't care if it's the original keyboard player from Smash Mouth I think when they go to summerfest
1: with and vogue too I think like uh people want to hear the hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also just happy to hear them sing whatever. Just like if you go, see, like if you went to see, I know there's a couple of boys to men that don't tour with boys to men. Like I think they're yeah, friendly.
2: Michael, uh, what's it? Michael Baccari, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't tour. Which because I think, and I, I looked this up. I think it's due to thank God. Uh, well, no, it was. It's not Scully. It's something that affects. It's it, something that doesn't sound too crazy. Um, but he stopped touring because of it.
0: Is he a hunchback now?
2: No, no, no. But I'm like, but he's the dude that's like, all he can he can walk out there and just talk. Like he's not doing any like, you know, Wanye type vocal tricks. Mm-hmm. They can even if he has to be like wheelchair bound for like an extreme condition, they can wheel him out. He can you know say his sentence or two and then peace out. Like is I don't the w- understand. Is he the if one keeping him? From. Is he the
0: one who like talks to the ladies?
2: Yeah, girl. You know, yeah. like yeah, he's sure he's he's the he does girl that. Guy.
0: In those R and B groups, was there one guy who was in charge of that? I feel
2: like for the most part. Or did they spread that
0: around? anyway
2: no i feel like there was kind of a designated guy but i
1: well a lot of times you want there's two different people that you're going to throw mm-hmm. that duty to i think your first person is your Justin Timberlake your sure. charismatic frontman your main guy not all not all groups have that guy you know some everybody's equal look the spinners have two headed lead mm-hmm. singers okay But uh, a a lot of groups will have one guy who's obviously the main guy, and he probably sings tenor, and he's probably the – sings the lead on most of the songs. You know what I mean? So that guy can break out. But then you got your your bass. Your bass is going to bust out with that from time to time one way or another because a bass singer – in most of these groups doesn't do that much singing. Like mostly just will occasionally go boom, (laughs) boom. But – you, he has the ability to yeah, step sure. out at any moment and just go, damn, girl. Mm-hmm. You know, like just bring it in, muffled tones of Barry White style. God, I love this subject of
0: conversation. I want to <laughs> ask about how was Christmas involved? It doesn't seem <laughs> like it was.
2: Okay, so I think the idea was by saving this theater that meant so much to this girl and her father, who she later found out like lost was going to lose it because he blew money in a gambling debt. Um, it saved this like community somehow, and also it showed because in the movie, because the invo- community,
0: the, the the Opry or the Opera, yeah, this was like whichever
2: place it was. You know,
0: like this is like a Ford plant to Flint, Michigan. Like right. this is keeping it's a company Everybody town. It's it a company town. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Um, well, in the movie too, it wasn't portrayed like In Vogue was kind of reluctant to get back together because they're like, I don't know. I mean, we kind of had a difficult. Like, she had to really kind of convince them. And then when they saw the social media outcry, they sure. were like, "We have people who care. Let's go do this." Tell so it kind these... of helped In Vogue have believe in themselves so th- as so, a unit.
0: So In Vogue were were inspired to rally for their fans. Yeah, that rally. Saved the opera or the opera?
2: Yeah, whichever.
0: Which place in turn was. saved the town that was about to go under well, around Christmas time. Therefore, saving Christmas. They lost am I right their about
2: spirit that? and they lost their soul, sure. and in Vogue helped them find their way back.
0: Jesse, you have a question.
2: Sorry,
1: I have a question. Was Charles S. Dutton in it, or am I? I just wish he was. Hmm.
2: Uh, I think you just wish he was. Hmm. I'm sorry, though.
0: Uh, now, if you, in addition to the invoke
2: they Christmas don't have that movie, kind
1: Christmas of movie, no, I don't want to get off the topic of the invoke I have more questions <laughs> okay, about the Envo. Sure. Jordan, come on! It's like if Vanessa had come in here and said she just watched a Lifetime movie about uh, about all the characters from Street Fighter getting together and saving
0: Christmas. <laughs> sure. You Which would have. I questions. would watch that. That as would be well. great. Yeah, this is <laughs> a this very is, Street Fighter Christmas. This is
1: very important to 11 year old sure. Jesse right I now. Understand. Okay. Now, do, look. Did I prefer Tony, Tony, Tony? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But did I love En Vogue? Yes. Okay. Give me some idea. We know Dag is a great actor because he went to the Yale School of Drama. Yes. Give me some idea of the acting performances we saw from the second, third, and fourth best members of En Vogue.
2: Uh, It was a lot of them receiving compliments and them going, oh, Oh, thank you so much. You're just too cu- – kind. like acting like th- – Just the
1: same way they act at their state fair shows. <laughs>
2: yeah, at their state fair shows. Is that where it's a place these days? State they fair They knew show. it was in the script. They knew they were going to get like a gigantic compliment of someone be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm meeting you. You've, I mean you've been nominated for Grammys. And then they just had to be like, oh, that's just so sweet of you. I don't even know what to say. This is just all so surprising.
0: Now, were there any moments like – okay, that seems like that's super doable. Were yeah. there any moments of either – High comedy or, like, high drama that they had to play? Were there – you Um, know, does anyone have to, you know, hold someone who's just slipped their wrists in a bathtub, for instance?
2: No. I mean I feel like that's the kind of scene you do if you have Dawn because she can pull that shit off. Yeah, sure. But it was more like – for one of the members, like the newer one, it was a conflict between, like – you know, her. she has a daughter now and she has this other life and she's not about that in vogue life anymore. And her mm-hmm. daughter was just like, but how come, you know, how come I'm the last to know? I saw it all over the Internet because it's everywhere that you guys were reuniting and you didn't tell me like your own daughter. And so it creates like a tense situation where she's just like the music business can be rough and I don't want my daughter. Sure.
1: To grow up know, around I don't that.
2: Want, yeah. To grow up around that.
1: Do they sing any uh, holiday favorites?
2: Um, there's not holiday favorites, but they do get into the, you know, hold on. Right. Um,
0: do you think it seems like maybe Christmas was retroactively shoved into this?
2: It, it, yes, I think it was. But I also think mm-hmm. it's that thing like with Lifetime, like I watched the Aaliyah movie, which was terrible. And since it's like unauthorized by certain member, like I think with Dawn not signing off and I don't know how the licensing works with the music, they can only do certain songs like for gotcha. the Aaliyah one they could do a song that was off of, like, a soundtrack. It was just Aaliyah
0: singing Camp Town Races.
2: (laughs) Pretty much. Because, like, they could only use a song that was off of a soundtrack and not off of one of her specific albums, or they could use... My favorite um, part
1: in the Aaliyah movie was when R. Kelly uh, asked her to marry him, Mm -hmm. uh, found out it was illegal because she was too young, uh, and then suggested they record an album of Stephen Foster classics. (laughs) Yeah. After the Ball. Her sure. rendition of After the Ball is just amazing. <laughs> soulful. Yeah. Soulful. So soulful. Um, I would love to go to... This is what En Vogue have. Mm-hmm. 2014. Even without Don Robinson. If you said to me, Jesse, I've got an extra ticket to the En Vogue holiday concert, that sounds fucking great to me. That's the thing that they're delivering. I feel like they have a lifetime, just like... You know, there's a whole group of entertainers who, like, they're just pre-sold. Like, they can be. I bet En Vogue, when they're not doing state fairs, I bet they all star in black theater, touring black theater productions. Oh, sure. You know those kind of things I'm talking about? Like yeah. that made Tyler Perry famous. Mm-hmm. Like the fucking ticket is stamped. You know, yeah. like the Leverts. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole Levert family. <laughs> <laughs> the Winans. You know, the Winans are just. They're in business. They don't have to worry about it. They're set. Um, oh, how did this?
2: I just want to. Yes, I should please. note that I believe they did do Silent Night because I'm remembering a scene where they're like rehearsing. They're doing Silent Night, and the girl who's like kind of gets them all together. She's just kind of looking at them, shaking her head, of like, "Oh man, it's just so beautiful." <laughs> like kind of teary eyed. So they do. I think they do touch on some Christmas hits. Was but... it a
1: classic arrangement or a contemporary style?
2: Oh, it was a classic arrangement. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't they're, they're funky at all. Ladies. No, that okay. one they decided to. I've heard
0: these, to... Divas, these divas are somewhat funny. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, now tell me how because you, because you're a you're a semi regular watcher of. Lifetime Entertainment.
2: I'm a big fan of failure. Lifetime
0: and Hallmark, or just Lifetime.
2: Just like okay, just Lifetime. But I did have a friend who was in like the Hallmark movie that was on last week, a Christmas one about like a beagle puppy that ends up like taking her- Anne Hayes and a bunch of people on a Christmas adventure. <laughs> so <laughs> I did like I watched uh, that, but I also if that was a
0: fake synopsis you came up with like for a sketch, there, that that <laughs> no. would not be better. Okay,
2: so I did watch it because I had like a friend on it, sure. but I was also it was your same the time, I wish. Yeah. Like, at the same time as the Walking Dead finale. Sure. Um, and so I was slipping back and forth. And so it, it's kind of a, like a murky picture. They've of, blended like, together. No, they did. It was a thing of like, well, I hope Rick has a great Christmas. Like, it <laughs> just ended up. So I didn't see the film in its entirety, but I hit, like, the bullet points of both things I was watching. Mm. I would fucking love to be in one. That would be great. Wouldn't that be
1: great? You, I mean, you already lived the dream of getting killed in a horror film. Yeah, it's true. What was it called? Faces of Death
0: 2? Uh, yeah, Faces of yeah. yeah, Yeah, go to your local video store. Buy the pornos. There's an old VHS of me falling off a bridge. Uh, the ABCs of Death 2, now ABCs available on demand. I still haven't seen it. Does anyone want to come over to my house and watch it? Anyway. Just putting that out there. I you don't. guys can, or I the do. audience I re- can. I really okay. I don't okay. want to. I'm afraid to. Sure. It scares me. Yeah. Don't want to see my friend Jordan get killed. But the, no. But you'll. It'll be. It'll be okay because I'll be sitting there next yeah, to you. Yeah. You'll
2: know how it turned out. You'll will know you, it's
0: not real. Will you squeeze me tight? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you here. You can. I'll tell you when the scary part is coming up. You can put your head under the blanket, and I'll tell you when it's over. And I'll also tell you if there's any kissing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So you can make sure to watch very closely. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, uh, uh oh, I was going to ask, uh, oh, by the way, how did, did, uh, did everything turn out okay with Anne Haitian, the Christmas puppy? Oh, yeah. Great.
2: Yeah. She kind of realized that even after divorce, like she has her kids and this great community around her, mm-hmm. um, and she's going to be just fine.
1: What about the zombies? Are they okay?
2: Um, there were some casualties with the zombies. Okay. They oh, did not, but it, to be fair, the puppy was in the car. You wouldn't believe it. The gas ran out. So oh, Anne Hayes. Nah. Anne Hayes Air sucking, fuck for money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um how does how did the Invoke Christmas special stack up to other recent lifetime movies? Not as good as the Aaliyah movie.
2: Um well uh, the Aaliyah movie was I mean, it was terrible, but it was just yeah, it was kinda like, Hey, so here's the best we can do without people saying we can tell like parts sure. of her life. So it was kinda that's what it was. Um In Vogue was just very – it felt very like Scooby-Doo to me Mm -hmm. of just kind of this cartoony premise of we're going to get the whole gang back together and we're going to save this place. um, But I love the regular Lifetime movies because it's always something that starts like small of a – Like, this teenage girl is like, I'm going to send my boyfriend a sexy picture. And then for no reason, he sends it to the whole school. (laughs) And then so she spends, like, ten minutes on her computer before deciding she's going to kill herself. Mm. And then the mom's got to spend the next hour and a half of the movie getting, like, revenge and justice for her daughter, starting with the high school principal. Like and it's just all of these extremes oh and then the mother of the girl that drove her to it is like I'm going to protect my daughter by any means necessary So it's <laughs> always yeah so then it becomes so like, what
0: starts with a simple sext turns yeah. an entire town into murderous everyone's maniacs everyone's
2: revenging each other and, <laughs> and no one at the police like none of the cops are on her side except for one guy who thinks no like she's a mother she knows her daughter better than anyone there's got to be something to this
0: and that guy Kevin Sorbonne
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean this sounds like
0: a really compelling plot, but it seems like a weird way to tell the behind-the-scenes story of Saved by the Bell. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful too.
0: You know, I uh, I, tr- I gave that one a shot. Yeah, um,
2: they were so tried not to let on that they're Canadian, but it was they were so bad. At
0: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone was so oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, one of those sorries will slip out. Sorry, Zach. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I try. I could. I got. I got. Uh, I got twenty minutes in and had to, had to turn it off. I I, I kind of thought. There would be some sort of kind of campy fun to it, other than the Canadianness. But uh, I, I don't know. Couldn't do it. Seemed too boring. You to know, me. they
1: sh- they shot that at our friend uh, Dave Shumka from Stop Podcasting Yourself's office. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he would just sort of sneak in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> while they were shooting it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to watch the Saved by the Bell movie. I like this, uh, I like this uh, uh, Funky Divas yeah. holiday extravaganza well, a lot better. I think Seriously? I
0: just need. <laughs> It just didn't fit. I'm going to talk to the audience for a little for a little bit, guys. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Los Angeles area. Yeah. I need eight gay guys to come over to my house <laughs> periodically. <laughs> I'm making mimosas, right? I'm making drinks, right? Beers, right? Apps, right? Come on over and help me appreciate what it really means to goof on a lifetime movie. Yeah. I'm just in my fucking house with my cat. I'm not going to get the full experience.
2: Well, here's kind of how I saw. I just this need eight gay guys. The Say by the Bell Lifetime movie was like, okay, so there's two videos of Dustin Diamond basically jerking off. This is the lesser of the evils. Because <laughs> it was he was a producer on it, so it was very much like – and I think it was based off of a book that he did, so it was very much his story of the way things happen. And even like if you saw the first couple of minutes where it starts and he goes, time out, and like then tells Zach to step aside. He's like, my time out. This is my story. It's very oh like, oh, he's off the yeah. off the rails.
0: Sure. This is the this is the story they didn't want you to hear.
2: Yeah, this is the story the you needed brave, to tell because you needed the, the money. But the
0: brave troubadours at lifetime, <laughs> Dustin Diamond is
1: an unstoppable entertainment force. Whether he's writing books, sure. producing movies, or telling off-color jokes about disabled people on our show in
0: 2002. <laughs> what? Yeah. He was Everything. one of our one of our first big guests on our college radio show and was just a really weird Yeah, awful. Evil I would man. say he
1: was awful. Sure, yeah. he's probably wicked. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I saw Mr. Belding at a bar once and he seemed really nice. Yeah. He was having a lot of fun doing karaoke, wearing Crocs.
1: Hey, you know, Dave and Graham are friends with the guy who played Mr. Belding in the movie. He was on uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself. So. Oh, terrific. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to play somebody... When I say that I want to be in one of these movies, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the Aaliyah story. I don't want to be in something sordid. I want to be in something starring a puppy, and I don't want to be the funny one. Mm-hmm. I just want a real job in like a – I want a few lines. I want a one scene, but I, I'll just be a guy that works in a diner or whatever. That's
0: sure. fine. You know what? I think I would – I hearing the story of the sexed revenge – I was thinking of a part for myself. I could be like the evil hacker that distributes it. Oh yeah. And that'd be that pretty good. Fun. I have a I have a I have a smoky lair where I have my servers. You got an enhance button? Yeah, I got an enhance button. There's a lot of like action figures around, but not anything that would require licensing. So it's a bunch of just like generic just monsters store wrestling, and stuff. wrestling figures. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, like just dinosaurs you get from the museum. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, and I just love I hate women so much. And mm-hmm. I just want to destroy them. Tell me about it. So I intercept this sex. Let's talk about this movie you want to be in, though. I'm gonna. Inter- <laughs> I intercept the sext from on from America Online. I hack into America Online, intercept the sext, <laughs> distribute it to the entire school, and then mom uh, murders me with uh, one of those home bread makers. Sticks my head in Shake it. Stick your head in there yeah. and then puts the lid on. Top yeah.
1: And presses start. Puts in
0: the yeast <laughs> and then leaves my head there for 16 hours. <laughs>
1: leaves you I to prove. I mean, proof. if you're
2: willing yeah. to you pay your way to, to Canada, I feel like that's a very real possibility. Oh, yeah.
0: I will fly myself out there. I'm not making any money off this. No, I don't care to make money off of it. Yeah.
2: I, I just want to be a star.
0: I know. <laughs> yeah. Is that too much to ask? Sure. Just no, go it's to not. Vancouver to become a star? It's not. Yeah. Get off the bus.
1: Vanessa, what of, of all of these th- things that you've ever seen, what would, did you find to be the most enjoyable?
2: Mm. Let's see. I Like at some point they all start to run together, but there's a lot of – you remember know the movie Double Jeopardy? No. Okay. So has, have you seen Double Jeopardy? I have not okay. seen Double Jeopardy. Okay. So Alex it's basically – <laughs> yes. Um, well, yeah. It's like Ashley Judd and her husband fakes his death. And like this whole thing, and then she finds out he ran off with like her friend is living this other life. So that's kind of where all Lifetime movies come from is like a husband faking their death. So
0: there's a semi credible movie out there that all these other movies are trying. Yeah, that they
2: kind of, but all they do is like amp up the craziness of it.
1: Mm -hmm. I want to be in like a non religious Christian movie. Oh, that would be fun. Like, I don't really want to be in one of those Kirk Cameron movies. But one of the nice ones. what are the, nice ones yeah, what are the
2: non-religious uh, ones, then? I want to be in
1: one. Well, I don't mind if if uh, God makes an appearance by demonstrating the power of providence and prayer. Sure. I just don't want to be in one of those ones that's about, uh, like, how how amoral creationists are. Sure. I mean, uh, evolutionists are. I like uh, Like a puppy thing. Like, I want to be in, like, one of the Thomas Kincaid movies, like the movies that are based on Thomas Kim- Kincaid paintings. <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah.
0: Based on the <laughs> beloved painting.
1: Like, you go and you hang out. You have some crafty. Sure. You know what I mean? They you probably,
0: probably get got, to wear a fun sweater in yeah, the movie. you get
1: to wear a nice sweater. There's some cheese doodles. You know what I mean? Or you're like a biker guy or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they give you some leathers. You put them on. You're like, hey, I'm a biker
0: guy. So, Jesse, you want to be a biker guy who... Yeah. Maybe comes to Christ, although they don't explicitly say it. You just say that you're going to turn your life around. Right. It's kind of a you know a general, right. you know, g- general sort of Christianity. Right. I would like to be the eagle, evil hacker that right. distributes sexts right. through hacking into America online. Vanessa, your choice.
2: I think I want to be the kind of nosy friend. That, like, just so happens to encourage the person just going, well, I called in a favor for my brother's friend at the police station, and he was able to find out that Susan used to go by Amy. (laughs) I want to be that person. Also, based on what you were saying about the type of movie you want to be in, I feel like you want to be in something that stars someone who was on Party of Five.
0: (laughs) Oh, Sure. Yeah, that's the that's the like plight of the like ninety star who didn't take off. It's like just kind of semi ironically appearing just in the, the
2: limbo that is yeah. lifetime and Hallmark.
0: Yeah, Anne Heche though. That's a yeah. That's a
2: that's Anne a that's Ra- a pretty
0: steep fall, right? She was like a movie star for a little bit, right? Is she a mad woman? I don't. What is uh, the think issues so. with Anne Heche? So I think she's a Robert Downey Jr. esque or a pre comeback Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. esque, like public drunk, right? Confirmation. I don't know. Hard to say.
1: Good work, Colin. Thanks I think for she looking
0: is, that up. Is Anne Heisha drunk? Don't make me ask Cortana. <laughs> I don't have a Windows phone anymore.
1: <laughs> you don't have a Windows phone
0: anymore? I broke my Windows phone.
1: Oh, what did you get? Uh, an Android. Oh, well,
0: now you got an Android. Now I got an Android. So you're not sweating it. Nah, I got an Android. I'm making Android money. Hey, you want to fly this uh, helicopter I got over here? Oh nice. Are we going to Vancouver to become stars? <laughs> just so you guys know. We just land on Brandon Routh's helipad.
1: You guys probably already knew that I'm a social media influencer. Yeah. I recently obtained a free uh drone helicopter. Pretty good. Uh from uh,
0: Oh, wait. Are you going to use it to spy on Americans? No.
1: I'm going to use it to murder terrorists.
0: Oh, good. That's a good that's the good All kind right. of drone. And whoever happens to be nearby. <laughs>
1: Uh I it was given to me by a popular razor company uh because they saw that I had a shaved head in my Twitter avatar I don't really have a shaved head I certainly don't have a home shaved head I got a I got a taper I got a taper on
0: here Well you use use a picture of Bruce Willis for your avatar right That's true <laughs> I do use a picture You just of Bruce want people Willis. to think you play rock harmonica at the openings of Planet Hollywoods <laughs> Um
1: I <laughs> I no, I prefer the All Star Cafe. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, okay. Um Wayne Gretzky, Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> I don't remember. Michael who Jordan?
1: Else. Michael Jordan?
0: There was a cartoon where Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and I think Bo Jackson use their sports powers Mm -hmm. to defeat aliens. Bo Jackson was definitely involved in that. How was that related to the All-Star Cafe? I don't
1: know, and Colin hasn't told us. Was it a cartoon made to promote the All-Star Cafe? This is what happens when Sonny D goes on vacation. The whole fucking house of cards falls apart. We don't know if Anne Hage is a drunk. We don't know who was involved in the All-Star Cafe, the sports answer to the Hard Rock Cafe.
2: (laughs) Which later led to Fashion Cafe.
1: Fashion Cafe? Yeah, that
2: was a spinoff. That's a a Tyra Banks joint, right? I it, I feel like it was some model around that time period because I was at like the All Star Cafe when I saw like a pink ad for the Fashion Cafe. Sure. And I don't think maybe a Kate Moss and
0: Naomi long. Campbell. The idea Something was like
1: that. that it would just be couples trading favors indefinitely into the future. <laughs> 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 I like that. I think that's fun. Okay. Well, we've resolved nothing. We'll be back <laughs> yeah. in just a second on Jordan Jesse. Go.
0: La, 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 la,
2: la, 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 Hello. Taco, the elephant magician. Merle High Church here, the master of clerical magic. I'm Magnus Burnside,
1: the fighter. Did you guys like that? Did you, the (laughs) listener, like that? You were just swept up in a world of high fantasy and magic where anything can happen and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy, Dungeon Master for the Adventure Zone, a new podcast on Maximum Fun, in which magic and mystery intertwine for a very... Erotically charged role playing experience. <laughs> you can catch
0: it every other Thursday here on MaximumFun.org or iTunes. It's for Dungeons and Dragons, but with family.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa.
2: Uh, Vanessa Ramos, Liberty Pet Chef.
1: I would like to take this opportunity to mention that Max von is now officially sold out. Oh. Uh, however, uh, if you still want to go to Max von go fuck yourself. No, no, don't. Oh, sorry. Don't, 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 don't. Uh, email waitlist at max fu- at maximumfund with backslash uh, your, go fuck yourself. No, no, Jordan. Okay. Waitlist at maximumfun.org okay. dot <laughs> org with your. Sorry, I'm just really aggro today. I'm I'm juicing. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> You're getting Jack LaLanne on us. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, I'm going to pull a bus later. <laughs> <laughs> um, Waitlist at maximumfund.org. Tell us your phone number and the number of people in your party. Um, uh, because this is the first year we've had – we we offered people the chance to reserve their slot at last year's MaxFunCon for this year's MaxFunCon. And uh, you know so we expect that some of those people will ultimately not use the slot that they reserved. So uh, – by a few weeks from now, we'll, we'll be starting to call people from the wait list. So waitlist at maximumfund.org if you want to come to Max MaxFunCon, which you probably should. Hang out, Come hang out with me and Jordan.
0: Let's get down to brass tacks, Jordan. I'd love to. Love them brass tacks. Yum, yum. No, Jordan, you don't eat brass tacks. Well, now you tell me.
1: You use them for upholstery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could also sprinkle them on ice cream. Well, you They can. call them jimmies in the uh, no in the Midwest, I George, believe. That's that's what they call chocolate sprinkles. Well, now I'm confused.
1: Okay, so Vanessa, maybe you can lend me a hand here. Brass tacks are like little devices that you push into things. They're pokey. They're very pokey. And then chocolate sprinkles are like little pieces of chocolate. Mhm. That make a great thing to put on top of a Sunday, for example.
2: That's how I've understood those two things. yeah. so like you could use
1: chocolate sprinkles or jimmies, uh to do upholstery, but they'd probably melt and you'd be back to yeah. zero. And mm-hmm. you could put the tacks on the ice cream, but the problem that you're gonna have there is they're gonna really poke the
0: heck out of your mouth. I'm I, okay, so I'm I, I'm feeling a little bit silly. I do see now that these are two different things will chocolate sprinkles make a bloody wasteland out of my rectum?
2: <laughs> In mass quantities, I feel like lots of things will.
0: You're probably right. Okay. So that's what you're looking for? Guys, I'm just going on a juice cleanse. <laughs> this all seems like too much work. <laughs> yeah. And I will talk about it.
1: If something momentous happens to you, like, say your rectum is turned into a bloody wasteland. <laughs> <planet, laughs> We want you to call us. 206-984-4-FUN is our telephone number for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Let's take a listen to our first call.
0: Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Gus. Uh, my four-year-old son just told my wife, excuse me, I have to go visit Mr. Poopoo's house, and then went in the bathroom to uh, poop. Uh, and I'm pretty proud of him. Okay. Bye. That's cool, man. That's great. Is that So to that kid... The bathroom is where poop is. Where poop lives. I'm just yeah. trying to get a sense of the reality he's trying to create.
1: Or he's just a super funny kid. Yeah. My son's three. He makes jokes. But his jokes are just he says something that's not happening is happening. And he goes, I'm just joking. <laughs> that's pretty like, good.
2: This kid could sell a sitcom to CBS. Just <laughs> off of this alone.
1: Called Mr. Poopoo's I mean, house. <laughs> if he could Poo-Poo's get Poo-Poo's Burt Poo-Poo's Reynolds <laughs> involved. It's just... Why
2: not? Yeah. Sinbad or someone else from the 90s crossing their arms. Uh, hey,
0: what Sinbad. if Sinbad has, is forced through, a, I don't know, a series of contrivances to room with Josh Gad? And then they... If you got Josh Gad, you can't not sell a sitcom. And then, hold on, And then they have to, you know, go into the bathroom fixture business, Mr. Poopoo's house. I love it. Brilliant. How much money
1: do I owe this kid? <laughs> Does he get EP credit? <laughs> and how much do you owe the kid or how much do you owe Josh Gad? Because you're going to have to get out your checkbook to get Josh Gad.
0: I know. So. I, I can, I'm prepared to pony up for Gad. I'm just like wondering how. what's the fair we're way to cut this about... kid in. Because, I mean, he came up with the name and the general vibe of the show.
2: Consultant?
0: Yeah, there you go. I like that. That's fair. It's
2: appropriate for his age. And...
0: Yeah.
1: Jordan, we're talking about – we're not talking about post-Balls of Fury Josh Gad. We're mm-hmm. talking about – post frozen Josh Gad
0: I'm not worried this about is paying second for the apex Jesse. of Josh Gad's career I know They say there are no second acts in American life <laughs> But when <laughs> you Tell voice that. when you Tell voice that a that funny talking snowman, snowman in Frozen
1: He actually does a really good job in Frozen Oh, sure um, Josh Gad's funny Well he is funny He's a talented guy that's why he keeps getting these opportunities To be to be paired with Simbad
0: mm-hmm. Speaking
1: of opportunities you know what I think would be a good idea? Hmm. What if we put together a television pilot with tay Leone? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> call me crazy.
0: Mm, I don't know.
1: It's just an idea I yeah. have. Okay, let's hear our next call.
0: Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is James in Denver.
2: i um, just driving around downtown, and I saw a guy walking a reindeer like a dog. Um, so that was pretty momentous. All right, have a good one. Bye.
0: Denver, huh? Sounds like this guy was stoned. <laughs> ha! They legalized weed.
1: Yeah, either that or he's not actually in Denver. He's actually at the North Pole. Yeah, because he really... got too stoned. <laughs> he's too stoned. He was in Denver and then he accidentally got on a plane to the North Pole. Yeah.
2: Everything i learned from Lifetime, this guy's on his way to save Christmas. <laughs> the guy walking the reindeer, wherever his end point is, yeah. that's where he's He's in the process Christmas. of saving Christmas. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, I guess this year, when we're all, you know, round the hearth, opening up our presents. He just, he gets there.
1: He opens the door. Inside, on the left-hand side,
0: Kirk Franklin. On the (laughs) right-hand side,
1: sounds of blackness.
0: (laughs) Music swells. Christmas is saved. Oh, man. Thank you, walking reindeer guy.
1: Uh, We have one more call, Colin. Let's take a listen.
0: Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Ian calling from New Haven, Connecticut.
2: And it's uh, about 4 in the morning on a very cool, crisp autumn day. And uh, I'm driving home from my crappy job
0: through downtown New Haven. And I just saw somebody parachute uh, down from the sky onto the street. (laughs) Right into
1: downtown. Came in through kind of where a parking garage is and I don't know where they came from. I don't know where they're going. Just
0: kind of hit the ground running, took a corner, (laughs) dropped up a parachute and kept running. Um, I don't know if this is a new D V Cooper or some sort of extreme sport thing, but, uh, I don't know, it's pretty exciting.
1: It's an extreme sport called parachute bolting, <laughs> where you parachute in then you bolt.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a that's a thing. It's like guys put on the GoPro, they, you know, scale some sort of building they're not supposed to be on. They do some base jumping. They run from the cops and then they put it on YouTube. And this is a genre. This is a thing. He's in New Haven, Connecticut. That was the thing that didn't add up to me too. Here's the thing. He's a New Haven daredevil off the Yale library. Yeah, off the top floor.
2: We live in a time to where a human falls from the sky and we're inconvenienced. Yeah, Yeah. more so than like holy shit. It's like oh, this asshole. Oh come on. Who the think you are? We just got
1: to be be careful about. I mean, New Haven is uh, a is a tough town. I guess we got to be careful about his parachute. One time our friend uh, Tyler McNiven uh, was, what's that thing, paragliding, parasailing? Parasailing. Parasailing. The one where you fly through the air but with a uh with is a, parachute. a boat towing you? That, no, you're not getting pulled by a boat. Okay. Well, I don't know what this is. Parasailing. Something. Is that parasailing? Hang gliding. Hang gliding? No, not hang gliding. Wingsuit. That's where you're on a hang glider. Okay. No, I'm talking about with a parachute. Okay, she's so
0: jumping off something with a the parachute
1: then. <laughs> so one time Tyler was doing this thing and he uh, like ran into a cliff mm-hmm. and like broke his uh, – gosh, what did Tyler break? His everything. arm or his leg. His arm and leg sure. or something. So he knew what to do and everything and they took him to the hospital and got his arm or leg or whatever it was fixed. And uh, they just left his paraglider there. And
0: somebody stole it. Yeah, huh.
1: it costs like four thousand <laughs>
0: dollars. Well, you know, you're you're toting the guy off to the emergency room. You don't want to like take take the time to wrap up his.
1: No, you got stuff it back in the bag. Illegal. Like a base like
0: jumping equipment.
1: Like a kid's sleeping bag. You know, you get something. You gotta stuff it in there. You it like it with a, you? is that a paramedic's responsibility? What's gonna happen? <laughs> is his arm gonna break again some more? Well, I'm just saying, like I'm, there could be hemorrhaging. What's a paramedic's life worth? <laughs> Less than $4,000. Sure. No, you're right. Well,
2: you're I just right. want to see the person. That, because if you steal it and you don't have, like, that experience, I don't think it's for use. I feel like you're going to be one of these hardcore pawn people that, like, has to go tell the story of, like, well, yeah, I mean, I, this was passed on me from my grandfather. The, the blood there, oh, just disregard that. It totally is uh,
0: <laughs> part of the thing.
2: And then, like, the weird chicken hawk-looking guy with a ponytail has to talk to his, like, obnoxious son about how much they're going to offer.
0: I'm just guessing, I it's mean, maybe this sure. is a new one of these classic situations. This seems like, I mean, maybe it's his new haven, haven. Maybe this is just some sort of extreme whiff and poof. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum whip and poof. Yeah, they're like, fuck acapella. <laughs> fuck acapella, acapella versions of popular songs. We're going to do more illegal 4 a.m. bass jumping. Can you guys please turn off your phones, by the way? Sorry, Jesse. I'm trying to do a podcast
1: here. You guys are getting text messages from my friend Ben. <laughs> oh, this is the worst. Jesse, do you need
0: to take a minute to have a conversation with Cortana? Yeah, I
1: do, <laughs> real quick.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I got a Windows Phone 7. I don't have Cortana. Oh, okay. You should get Cortana. It's fun.
1: Yeah, well, but then I...
0: Cortana's helpful in a lot of situations. Can I tell you a secret? Before I broke mine, uh, I relied on her a lot.
1: I was thinking about getting a new phone mm-hmm. because my phone's several years old and I got it for free to begin with and it's a little bit broken, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Then AT&T, my provider, uh, tried to steal a bunch of money from me. Oh, dear. uh, And I had to fight with them for like three months or four months to get it back. Mm -hmm. And I won eventually. But I am both paralyzed by uh, a disinterest in changing cell phone providers. Mm -hmm. uh, And then the parallel is uh, I don't want to reward them by buying a phone from them, I guess. Okay. Uh, So I'm just going (laughs) to (laughs) suffer. Yeah, on principle.
0: Principles. Principles.
1: So that's where I'm at. 4 fun is the number to call. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. Put it in your goddamn phone.
0: You can put that in a. You can put that in a. You know roll a razor if you, you know want who'll, to. You know who will stick it in there for you? Cortana. Yeah. Hey Cortana. Here, just turn on Cortana now, and we'll talk to her. You don't even have to do it. Okay. Cortana, add Jordan Jesse Go to contacts. Thanks, fellas. I'll do that. You're looking great
1: today. Are you the voice of Cortana or did you just play back Cortana just now? No, I actually – I do the voice. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Good. Go, what do you want me to say in the Cortana voice? I'll do it. Um, this just is, I'm say. sure that – I mean I, I feel a lot like when I do stuff like this, it's like, you know, when Seth MacFarlane goes on a talk show, the people just want to hear Stewie. And he just wants to sing <laughs> just, a Frank Sinatra yeah, <laughs> song. <laughs> so we'll do Stewie and then let me get to my show. But I'm I'm happy to do it. You know, I'm happy to, you know – to, to dance the dance so what, what do you want to hear in the Cortana voice anything well, hold on when you say
1: Stewie what's the guy who plays Stewie Seth MacFarlane oh you mean movie star Seth MacFarlane <laughs> <laughs> from the movie that he starred in yeah okay anyway. what do you want to hear uh, well I mean it seems like the natural thing would be like uh, uh,
0: Zune will live forever mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I can do that sure that's a popular one <clears throat> <Yeah. clears throat> Zoom will live forever. You are looking great today.
1: No, don't just play it back on Cortana. No, that was me doing it. No, come on, I know Jordan. it was on unca- – look, watch <laughs> my mouth as I do it. Okay. I can't quite see your mouth because of the pop filter. Oh, sure.
0: Well, just so you'll have to trust me.
1: Yeah, because I don't want you to pop. Yeah. Okay, so um, something else you could say is uh, a Chevy Camaro mm-hmm. is a great performance value. A Chevy Camaro is a great performance value. You're looking great today. Now, again, see this is the thing, Vanessa. <laughs> Jordan claims he can do voices, but what he really does is he just types it into his phone and then. it I don't plays even have one. I have, a, I have an. Android. Yeah.
2: It's it's like you don't realize we're right here. And yeah. We can see, the charade that is happening in front of us. Do you do guys you want think to hear from? I think David uh,
1: Copperfield really made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Okay,
0: I think I can prove this to you guys. Who do you want to hear from next, Peanut or Ahmed the Dead Terrorist? <laughs> <laughs> we will be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love you, love
1: you.
2: Love you.
0: It's Jordan, Jesse Go.
1: I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart.
0: Jordan Morris, Cortana. Voice of Cortana, I guess I should say.
2: Vanessa Ramos, still celebrity pet chef.
1: I'm sort of like the Don Robinson of this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm the prettiest. Sure. In fact, I have the most beautiful voice, and I'm quitting.
0: Well, Hercul- I, I guess we could replace you, or we could just soldier on without you, and then you don't get to be in the Christmas movie. We're not going to even pay you for your license. There, boom.
1: Um, guys, hmm. I take you back. Okay. okay,
0: you're back in. Still the prettiest, but you're on yeah. you're on shaky ground. We know we're not going to fight you on that, but I just don't want you to be wishy washy. I want you to be committed to this, committed to our Lifetime Christmas movie. Shooting tomorrow, airing next week on Lifetime. <laughs> you guys, hold on.
1: I'm getting Spinderella on the phone. We need to settle this. <laughs> I don't really have Spinderella's
0: phone. Cortana? <laughs> call Spinderella.
2: <laughs>
0: Cortana, called Scat Cat. <laughs> All right, whatever you say, mister. You're looking great today.
2: Is wait, wait. she a secretary in the 50s? <laughs> yeah, that's yes, that's thinking. what
0: Cortana is.
2: In the 50s, though.
0: Yeah. And she's also your AI companion in the Halo series. You know why, you know why MC Scat Cat and Cortana are so close? I mean, they're both artificial intelligences <laughs> that are an affront to God.
2: I've never heard of scat-cat intelligence. In this <laughs> it's because opposites attract. Oh, there okay. you go. Okay.
0: Here's why. Cortana,
1: call Chunky A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vanessa, it's been a delight to have you on the program.
2: Thank you. I've had fun. I've uh, learned a lot about various technologies, and um, I genuinely miss Dawn from Invoke more than ever.
1: I think people will want to keep in touch with you. What would be a great way to do that?
2: Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, that Ramos ThatRamosGirl, um, which I must explain. Yes, I, it's kind of a lame thing, but when I started it, I was still doing stand up, and like your first mm. kind of first year or so, a lot of people don't learn names because they don't know if you're going to be around. Um, so they just go, oh, you know that uh, that Ramos girl. Like they just kind of learn last names, like you're on a softball team. So that's where that came from. I don't really think I'm girlish.
1: Were you on a softball team at the time?
2: Ah, uh, no. You no, should I have wasn't. joined. I'm...
1: I mean, it's perfect. Yeah. Sure.
2: I'm not athletic. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Um, and that's uh, that's pretty much it. Aside from that, I uh, wrote on the first season of Border Town on Fox, which is a Seth MacFarlane vehicle.
1: Oh, um, movie yeah. star Seth MacFarlane! Movie mm-hmm. star Seth
2: MacFarlane, the very same one, um, and that airs. We just got pushed back, so that will be airing in the fall of twenty fifteen. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I got going. Two thousand fifteen. Yes. Oh, that sounds
1: great.
0: I'm going to keep an eye out for it. Yeah, my eyes are peeled. Very <laughs> joke heavy. Two o six nine eight. Wait a minute! It's a Seth MacFarlane show that has and a ton of super jokes in it. Joke. Heavy. <laughs>
1: Uh, two zero six nine eight four four fun is our telephone number. JJ go at maximum org is our email address. Thanks to Colin Anderson for filling in for Sunny D this week, and uh, thanks to Sunny D Brian Fernandez for uh, putting the show together. If you have thoughts about the show, you can email us. I already said that part. And uh, our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design, and Light in the Attic Records. Happy holidays, gang. Have fun. With Holidays. We'll talk to you, you next time. You look great today. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> MaximumFun.org.
0: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.